Alrighty, before even diving into our topic today, I need to make sure everyone is clear on the term genocide. And from the Oxford Dictionary, it says, the deliberate killing of a large number of people from a particular nation or ethnic group with the aim to destroy that nation or group. And basically to extend on this topic, here are some examples of actually what genocide can look like. So obviously killing members of the group, causing serious bodily or mental harm to the members of the group, deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculating to bring about its physical destruction in a whole or in part, imposing measures intended to prevent births within the group, or even forcibly transferring children of the group to another group. The sad reality of history is that this genocide has actually happened on multiple occasions. And the one that we're talking about today is probably the most popular, which is going to be the Holocaust. We'll be discussing how from 1939 to 1945, the Jewish population went from 9.5 million Jews all across Europe to less than 3 million Jews. And how over 6 million Jews died in World War II through just a span of a couple years. It's honestly crazy how that's even a part of our history and how that, how like we let that happen. And the real question is how did we even get there? All right, so to set the scene, we need to also realize that World War II is about to begin. Now, there's a lot of different reasons that the war started, but that's not exactly what we're talking about. But there is one reason that I would like to bring up, and that would be the Treaty of Versailles. Um, that followed after World War One. Now I'm bringing bringing this up because of the effect that it had on Germany, and with that effect, there is a man that comes into power here that's going to have great effect on the genocide of Jews and the reason for this genocide. And he was definitely one of the most influential men during this time. And I use the word influential very loosely because he definitely did not use his influence for the greater good. Definitely a lot of mind manipulation going on here, but this man was named Adolf Hitler. And on January 30th, 1933, this man was appointed Germany's leader or Chancellor of Germany, and he ran better known as the Nazi Party. All right, so here's where I'm going to touch back um, back on the Treaty of Versailles, because right now, the German people are frustrated with the dismal economical conditions and the still-like festering wounds that were infected by the defeat in the Great War and the harsh peace terms that they had to meet because of the Treaty of Versailles. So when they heard this man Hitler start speaking about it was almost like a breath of fresh air, they had hope and they felt that there could be a better future for themselves. So it's confusing because how this one man spoke with such empowerment and freedom that he was still able to cause over 6 million deaths, Jews' deaths to be exact, and how no one knew. Because right then and there, life seemed like it was going to be better with this man in power. I think any logical question that would come up at this moment is why did Hitler hate the Jews in the first place? And I feel like a simple and quick response to this would be that Hitler did not invent the hatred of Jews, but he capitalized on the anti-Semitic idea that has been around for a while. After losing the war, Germany felt as if they were stabbed in the back and betrayed, and Hitler bought into the myth. Jews and communists have betrayed this country, and they were the ones who threw in the towel with the war. So by blaming the Jews for the defeat, Hitler created a stereotypical enemy. 
And according to the Nazis, expelling the Jews was the solution to the problem in Germany. Because right now at this moment, they're, you know, suffering from uh, economical issues and problems. I mean, this is not a great place to live right after the war and already being in so much debt in the first place. So Hitler definitely needed someone to blame. And the blame was going to be the Jews. Now, sorry, I'm just drilling this into your head, but I want everyone to understand that Hitler had his mind that Jews were the reason for everything bad. He felt that someone needed to be blamed and take responsibility what happened to Germany. So as soon as Hitler found his victim, the torment began. As Hitler began ruling over Germany, a lot of things changed. I mean, the brainwashing of German citizens became very prevalent as they started looting Jewish businesses or turning in their neighbors who were Jewish. They did not want to be associated with Jewish people because that could get them in trouble. So literally people were exposing others just to save themselves and that is just sad reality. Jewish people also then had to start wearing stars on their arms. Then they couldn't really go out and attend public things. It was just starting to get very exclusive. And then, obviously, it starts getting a lot worse when Hitler has um, an elite guard that would be referred to as the SS. And they start kicking Jewish people out of their homes, taking people during the night, taking people who might have Jews hidden in their house or some sort. Like, they are now taking Jews out of their home, taking children, and people are, are trying to flee. People are trying to leave, but it's not all that easy. Hitler soon starts to develop these concentration camps in places called ghettos. Now, before I continue, I also want people to realize that right now, Hitler is molding a superior race. He has an image for the German society, the German people, and if you do not fit that image, he will send you out. So people of color, Catholics, homosexuals, communists, gypsies, and anyone who openly opposes the Nazi party are included with the Jews, and they will get sent out. Okay, now coming back, the ghettos were a lot safer than the concentration camps, and basically because you didn't have to fear for death. Now the ghettos, some ghettos were a lot nicer than others, but some still had schools for children, even though you're still kind of on top of all of your neighbors and people you didn't really know, and you still had German guards all around. But again, as I said, compared to concentration camps, it was in a way a better place to be. The ghettos were also kind of more designed to take the people in the society that they didn't want and put them outside of the town, outside in these random places, so they didn't have to deal with them. So they're just kind of pushed on the side. Now, when it comes to concentration camps, I'm going to look at the worst concentration camp that there was, and that was Auschwitz. And we also, from this concentration camp, we learned that there's a lot of horrible things that are extremely unimaginable that these Jewish people went through. A sad reality that I possibly could not even imagine is basically Jews were burying Jews. I mean, these gas chambers were funneling out so many people and thousands of people were dying every single day. And it's just so sad. And there were mass graves that were built and the Jewish workers on the labor camps would be burying their own people. I mean, just not even their own people, just people in general. And... I mean, the freaking conditions on this labor camp were just absolutely horrible. I mean, if you didn't die with the gas chamber, I mean, you have a high chance of dying in any other way with a long, terrible death. I mean, people were starving to death. They had to sleep on top of each other because the bunk rooms were so packed. 
And in the winter, in the freezing cold, where they had little to no clothes, but they were still expected to work, and they barely had even any shoes, and a very just small layer of clothing on, that's awful. I mean, you could go to bed with someone right next to you, and then they might not wake up in the morning. And people would take their clothes. They would strip the dead and wear their clothes because they would do anything to stay warm. They were beaten and tormented by German workers in the camps, and they never bathed. Like, this is just absolutely horrible to even imagine. I mean, how disgusting and belittling this must have felt. Another sad reality to this whole thing is that before even some people walked into these gas chambers, their head was shaved, and they would go see a dentist and get their teeth plucked if they had any gold teeth or fillings. It's absolutely horrible. And then people, if it didn't stop there, I mean, people made profit off of these victims, off of these corpses. I mean, guards from the camp were stealing gold and other various items of jewelry, if there was any. In addition to this, corpses were used to make soap and businesses would buy their hair to make different products such as, such as mattresses and ship rope. It's easy to sit here and continuously list all these horrifying facts and that was just even like the bare minimum. There's probably even worse that happened that I have not concluded and there is worse. I mean even thinking about women and babies and how there was even rape and molestation going on as well it is absolutely heartbreaking to think about. And I mean it's a terrible moment in our history that hopefully shall never be repeated again. The genocide of over 6 million Jews just because Hitler needed someone to blame is just unacceptable. And the fact that that is what led to 6 million deaths, this war, what Hitler said with these Jews and people and disabled people and people who did not fit this standard. Horrible moment and um, hopefully it's never repeated again. Mm -hmm.